The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. UnityOnlineRadio.org The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez, Reverend Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Same big sky has a whole new meaning today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm Reverend Jackie Fernandez. Aloha, I'm Faith Rivera. And we have a very special guest with us today, Quan Cherry. Belief, belief is not required. Yes, no. How are you? Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Thank you for being Appreciate with us today, Quan. You know, so today we're all about the new year, intentions and predictions and uh-huh. and what's in store. And Quan, you were just, you came to mind when we started um, ideating this show and the topic. I was like, I know, I know who we have to have. And and your, and your cat agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my cat Baba. He was like right on me, right as I was sending the text back to you. And so I call him Baba Bombs. And he comes in and just lets me know I'm doing the right thing. So. <laughs> yes. yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. you know, tell us a little bit about your work. You know, what I love about you is um is you bring the intuitive you know, brain or gut and, and also the logical brain together. And so you let it work together and not against each other and, and everything you do. And I mean, you are just, you're amazing. Thank you. I look, you can't recognize in me what you don't already have in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it's just this aspect of me that, you know, I was this young black boy that was really good at math. So, but just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you want to do it. So I sometimes see astrology as that linear mansplaining kind of thing. Well, this is what you are, right? And then Tarot comes in and says, yeah, but. I <laughs> you know, love it. But we're so, we're so bigger than our sun sign. We're so much larger than that. And so the cards uh, and just our intuition and our gut brain really gives us those larger stories, those yeah. larger archetypes and meanings for our life. Um, so I tell people, you learn your chart in order to transcend your chart. So Oh, that's um, good. Wait, say that I, again. Yes. <laughs> say that again. You learn your chart 
in order to transcend your chart. Yes. And yeah, That's powerful. it's a higher law. Yeah. Quan, you so, know what? Yeah. <laughs> so you asked me, right? You're like, Faith, you know your rising sign all and and I don't. And I don't. And let me tell you this is you know, I love getting readings and all that, but mm. I'm always there's this hesitation because um exactly what you're saying. I don't want to give you all the cards to what my life is. And so I love everything you're sharing is that um yeah. it's it's just to, to know to have a basis from there we can choose and create this life. So yes, you if I had an astrologer, <laughs> you are already it and you have not all already right. forecasted a thing, but I love that openness because it's not all written, right? All you No, can, no, yeah, no, it's, it's not on any yes, level. Yes. And and when we start to look at ourselves and really feel our souls, not mm-hmm. our brains, mm-hmm. but the part of us that recognizes how we're so connected to each other, yes. then I want to use astrology and all of this so we can get along better, not get pigeonholed as, well, you're a Sagittarius, so you're going to yes. always tell, you're going to be blunt. It's like, the you You know, we all have Venus somewhere. We all have the goddess of love and harmony and joy and beauty that we all have a diplomatic planet somewhere. So there is this ability to maintain. I I, I mean, it's like faith. People ask me during the the, uh, pandemic, which we're still in, you know, how are you doing? And my standard line has been I'm maintaining my equilibrium. (laughs) Love it. That's that's I got. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) It's my ability to just keep all my atmosphere and weather as uh, as much as integrated within as it is without when I'm dealing yes. with others. So, yes. um, and can I ask a, a question here before we sure, move please. on? Is so in reading the stars and people's charts, would you say this is true that you're reading? Um, what what the tendencies might be, where we lean towards, or, or or would you say? I mean, are there people that break the mold? I mean, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, there are people that break the molds that I think the more conscious you are. Yes. Not just your, not just of your astrology, but just the more you're conscious and stay in the moment and being again, equilibrium, uh, having the internal sense of, oh, these are my conflicts. These are my weaknesses. This, this is how I know where my triggers are. Then you can go into a situation and not react, you know, and then the tendencies, I think when you go to any gram, the medium, you bring what I call your invisible entourage, you bring your ancestors, you bring your guides, you bring your um, fairy godmother, however you see that. And they come and they conspire to keep you on path, much like the second assistant director. We don't ever see the second assistant director when a movie is made, but we need all of those people behind the scenes to keep those of us who are honestly, when you incarnate faith, you're taking the risk of being physical and all of the things that occur by being physical. <laughs> all yeah. of the fun. <laughs> you know, and the, you know, the upkeep, right? <laughs> and so, um, and so your, your spirits, oh, uh, 
they tell the reader, say this, or, because I, I see myself, yeah, I'm an astrologer, but it's a language that just hones the larger intuitive, the wholeness of the beings that we all are, you know? And um, so astrology is just one way, you know? If you got a second, I can tell you that my father, he, oh, this was, oh God, 2007. So we're talking almost 15 years now. And he was talking about some dreams. And uh, I started asking questions about the dreams. You know, did he feel like that they were still there when he woke up? And he said, boy, how do you know to ask these questions? And I said, dad, astrology just gets them into the door. I have to be ready to talk about any number of things. So that's how I see it. It's an it's opening, but it's not an end all. It really isn't. Yeah. So. I love it. I love it. Well, and that's, you know, you know, the title of the show is Predictions and Intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a difference. Like we can predict our tendencies, mm-hmm. um, but our intentions can always overcome. Yes. And right? the magic, uh, Aleister Crowley said this, one of the, uh, he was a, a magician of the uh, 20th century. And he said, every intentional act is a magical act. Mm. Every time we, we set an intention and then detach from it you know, the, the expectations and the outcome to it. Uh, and that's where I think most people can understand small acts of magic in just getting parking spaces. And I have a number of clients that say, I, you know, I'm always getting rockstar parking. And they say, well, why is that? Actually, because the larger intention, you make the intention to go to the grocery store, or to go to the stadium or to go. So your larger intention is, to get to the place where you're going. It's not where you're parking. So you already are detached from whether or not you'll get the parking space. And when you can do that in your ability to have acceptance of other people, like my intention is to maintain my equilibrium. <laughs> you know, my intention is to stay in a, a, a kind of really good duet or whatever it is with another person where I'm giving what I'm, I'm giving acceptance because that's what I also want. But then I also know what I don't want. So I won't give them that either. You know, so it's the difference between, one of my clients said it's the difference between the golden rule doing on the others. And then the platinum rule is knowing yourself well enough that if you don't want people to lie to you, don't lie to anybody else. So I love it. but I like to have fun with it, as you can tell. So, yeah. Well, and I, I love how you pointed out earlier in the conversation that you said it's consciousness. It's really the awareness. Because I think if you don't know that you're, you know, that your life is leading towards one, your your tendencies uh, and or, you know, the beliefs and stories you grew up with. Like if, if that's not even a thought in your mind, you kind of don't know then that your fault is an, uh, your life is unfolding more what they say by default in, instead of by design. And so... Amen for just, you know, the awareness, you know, we may not all be at mastery, but just to know like, oh, wait, am I just like falling into, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what, what's easy or what is usually my groove and then be like, well, I could choose a new groove right yeah. here and now, you know? And so, 
And uh, yeah, we're all about intention here, Quan. So yeah, <laughs> and, and I love I love it because I'm I'm doing a philanthropic work that we want to put into my business partner and I want to put into uh, schools and health centers, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called Our Raw Material, and and it's our and then raw material, and the basic thrust is that we have twelve pillars of of natural thought force and then ending with wholeness. And week number nine is intention where you use, and it starts every solstice and every equinox and we just, so what would happen if everybody, like say week number three is food. If everybody the third week would thought about food, not only food deserts, but also metaphorical food. How do we nourish our souls? How do we nourish each other with our thoughts and with our kindness and with, you know, with the goodwill. And if everyone did that, what kind of, you know, groundswell would we have regarding our ability to balance our ego, our individual identity, what's in our best interest with our souls and how we're rooted together. And it's, and it's work that I've been doing now for the last couple of years. And we, I do feel like we're at a critical mass of people understanding what pay it forward really means. <laughs> you know, what, what, you know, just like I have a client that's also, I went to high school with her, that whenever she's in the Starbucks drive through line, she says, oh, put the persons who's behind me, put that, whatever their order is, put it on my tab. And she just drives off. <laughs> and I mean, it's a small act, but it's it's symbolic and it just burst with this, oh, it's just, she's one of my favorite people, you know, because she, she taught me that years ago. So, yeah. Well, speaking on that pay it forward, you know, I, I just have to highlight, you know, unity and new thought, um, you know, learning about tithing and what that really means, what you're saying about where you're spiritually fed. And I'll tell you, my career exploded, well, you know, it really just grew. And, and that wasn't my intention when I was practicing. I was practicing it because I really believed this circulation thing, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I could not outgive the universe. I could not. And I still feel like a little kid sometimes of like really keep testing those boundaries. I mean, I live in Hawaii, you know, here with my family and Jackie knows I've been spending a lot of this time moving in of one out of one house and out of another. And then I always think oh, I'm not doing my business enough. And you know, tides come in and I know my music's doing its work out in the world. And so it's just, uh, I just, I would love to hear from you of now, how can I add the astrology part to, you know, to the spiritual practice? I mean, that that's a question right there. And I, I wonder, Jackie, if, because you know, that's a Kwan, great question. Yeah. Well, you know, Quan, Jackie, is astrology and these types of things a part of your spiritual practice per se? Yeah, you know, I would say every so often, <laughs> you know, I I strongly identify with my double Sagittarianness, <laughs> and um, you know, and Quan, I saw you for the first time just before. Actually, this is interesting synchronicity. Just before I started seminary, and it would have been faith right around the same time I met you, because you were in in town for that um, Empower Music Festival at that mm-hmm. time. So I was in a time of really opening, and I was scared. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't really know what I was saying yes to. I had changed my hair. It's, you know, uh-huh. when I I put my dreadlocks in, and and I wore this today, Quan, because you told me that day to get aquamarine. 
Uh-huh. So I went and found the biggest one I could find. <laughs> I went down to Aquarius. And sad. yes, I'm still sad. So I got the biggest <laughs> one. But I went like this. Faith, you'll love this. Because I went, I was like, well, what's this rock going to do for me? But <laughs> but I believed in Quan. I believed in you. And and yeah. what I knew was that I would make a practice of it. And I wore it every day for a whole year. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan for how long. I just knew I would know when I was done. And one day I was done. And now I put it on intentionally um, just from time to time, but I still have it. And it's, you told me to get it because it would um, help me share my truth in a way that builds harmony in relationships. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and so. She, and which, as Faith, when she says that double sadness, she's just saying that she's born near sunrise. Okay. So she has, so she's born the Sagittarius season, which is in December, and then her rising sign, how she approaches the world, is also Sagittarius. That's why I was asking you what time of day, because yeah. Jackie's one of the fortunate ones in the sense that her how she, how she projects to the world, she's a what you see is what you get kind of young woman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I don't know what double sag, you know, like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that, that, that's what it is. That her mask and her sun sign are the same. And you can only get that if you're born around two hours around sunrise. Cool. Yeah. That's, so And so when people say, guess my sign, I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. like going to the dentist and saying, do I have a cavity in molar number 15 or number 19? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's still, <laughs> there's still diagnosis. There's still things that need to be studied and so with your uh born in the early afternoon even though you're easter sunday aries that early afternoon gives you a leo ascendant so you so the mask that you have is one of confidence and self-assuredness now you might be a wreck inside you might be like oh god i don't know (laughs) but we don't see that we see the, the presence, we see this. And that's why, do you ever have like a little bit of a pet peeve uh, faith when it doesn't seem like your friends offer you help or support? It's like, why doesn't anybody offer me help? Oh my God, Quan, well, you're you just, don't look yes. Like you, need it. you are, if I swear, you are right <laughs> on. Because the projection you right is, on. You're right on. is this radiant, confident being even though your moon or your instincts are in Scorpio. So you're naturally psychological. You're naturally, you got the, you know, Scorpio is where we get the side eye come from. You know, there's a part of you, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Tell me more about that side eye. Yeah. And I bet your your mother and father would like, don't you roll your eyes at me, girl. You couldn't <laughs> help it. Because <laughs> you instinctively question all authority. Oh, you know? dang and, it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and then Jackie has the moon in, in Capricorn. So if you two have, you know, we're fast like uh, soul sisters, you know, that you had this kind of intellectual, emotional telepathy you know, with each other. And there's, so if you get too emotional, uh, faith, Jackie comes in and gives you, let's just get this going in a, uh, the, the actual financial, pragmatic, you know, because you can sometimes get caught in spreading yourself too thin. 
faith, you know. And what? Um, you are just yeah. <laughs> you're and I just stand up. You know, this is the first time I met you. And I'm just looking at this Easter Sunday on a year I'm not gonna say. <laughs> oh God, I'm so I'm like predictable. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, the last three years, you've really been in this um why not? Why not? Why not? It's been a kind of a a yes. really it's been a beautiful blossoming yes. uh, in terms of of moving from uh what is sometimes called the seed to the flower to the fruit and mm. so you've been in this this multi-flowering yes. um, when you don't get obsessed you know? yes <laughs> with when is it gonna happen yes it, 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 you know aries is impatient you know it's, it's like why didn't yes. it happen yesterday uh but, the but i'm changing that Yes. I, I mean, it's, it's, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's a beautiful process. I bet those that are around you are like, wow, you know, cause you, you have a gift of being able to turn loss into gain or to recognize what are the gains in the losses, you know, uh, the proverbial yeah. blessing in disguise, yes. the, cloud, the it, silver it, lining. And, it's, yes. and you're not an optimist, optimist without looking at darkness because one of your yes. signs is in the fall, yes. the Scorpio. Yes. So you know darkness, you know shadow. Yes. You know the, the taboos and the sacred cows, but you have this Aries optimism of I've got this moment. What it's reminding me of, what just came in was, um, I think it's in Matthew or Mark 3, but it's in one of the gospels where someone, a person came up to the Christ and said, will you heal me? And he said, I want to, you know, so there is this side of you that you want to stay in that, that uh, positive, realistic optimism. It's not Pollyanna. Just, ah, it's going to all work out. It's no, this is what I know can work for you. Oh, Quan! I love nailed it. it. <laughs> nailed it. Quan. Oh my God, Quan. Okay, Jackie. This is we call her. We call her our unicorn. I we call her our unicorn because, well, and our you know our Pollyanna, but with boots on, yeah. right? With yeah. combat boots on. Yeah. Like she's she's the real deal. She she keeps us on it. the high road, and yet she's very grounded. I mean, everything is just right. Oh and my God, Quan! You got to listen to her most recent album, Rise, because it's all of that blossoming, just like you said, to the fruit, the flower to the fruit. Yes, yes. Don't you think, Faith? Oh, I'm like all goosebumpy here. I mean, Quan, I want to take what you said and say it's it's you know the lingo, the words that that really speak to my heart is it's more than optimism and all that. And you know, I yeah. spent a lot of my life defending you know that oh, I'm a Pollyanna, feeling the weakness, and I'm on the other side now. Where I'm like, this is a superpower, and it's way past optimism. It's and it's yeah. way past like knowing that's dark and that this part is golden. I'm like. I'm able to like be the Cinderella Jackie. I'm back to like cleaning my mom's house now to get it ready. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's such a different person, even from last year, who you know, who's cleaning it and just I'm knowing every dream. You know what I mean? Is present with me right there. There's no and so you're just confirming this for me. <laughs> this is so amazing. Thank well, you. What I, what I love. Thank you for the for the feedback. What I love telling all Aries female clients. I just, this is one of my favorite things to say to all of you, no matter what time of Aries you're born, Diana Ross, Aretha Franklin, 
Mariah Carey, uh, Shaka Khan. Come on! Sarah Vaughn, Bill <laughs> Scott. Yes! All Aries women. So you are here to find and pioneer a direction based on your solar God and goddess given gifts. And you're not the leader. You're not necessarily interested in holding court. You're more about pioneering. You're more about this is the direction I'm going. You can choose to follow me or not. (laughs) And uh, if you don't follow me, well, in about three to five years, you will say, oh, God, I wish I had followed. (laughs) 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 And what the Sag Fire does is she's your protectress. Because Sag will go into the argument or the ability to engage another person where you're on to the next thing, Faith. Yeah. Jackie will sit, will, will step, step back and say, oh, you know what? She doesn't need defending. However. <laughs> but let me just say. I do have to get this out, right? So there's this really great joy that I can just feel by looking at both of your charts and, and definitely get energetically that um, the space where you're a warrior, where you will, you know, cut somebody is where uh, Jackie is diplomatic and nurturing. <laughs> so y'all are really a good tag team. You know? I think Jackie and could you- cut somebody. <laughs> I could definitely cut somebody. <laughs> I mean, you know, spiritually speaking. We all have we all have Mars somewhere. We all have that energy of cutting someone, you know. And yours, uh, Jackie, is also in the sign of Sagittarius. So both of your masculine symbols are in this fiery, fire by friction kind of an energy. Whereas uh, Faith, your Mars or how you'll cut someone is an executive Capricorn. You may cut and they may not even know they got cut. Yes! <laughs> you know, oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am your new client. I am your new client. I need all of his details. Thank yes. you very much. Okay. <laughs> and what I love about the beginning of the, if you've been on this just appreciation tour, both of you have, you've gotten a lot of appreciation for your work, Faith. Oh, certainly work that you started in 2018. So certainly work you started about four years ago and then even the work that you started eight years ago. So you can look at four and eight, 2018 and 2014. And then... Oop, that music means it's time for a break. So pause and we will be right back with Quan Cherry, beliefisnotrequired.com. Thanks for joining us. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org. The voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. Show me what my life will be. 
So I leave the pages empty. Make space for my dreams, my dreams. Why you try to limit things with my mind? actually wrote with my husband Nolan when I was pregnant with my son Kai and it's all about what we're talking everyone had a story about raising a baby having a baby and I was like stop I know everyone has their stories and what happened but can I choose this song was like what's my ending what's the alternate ending no one's gonna fill in my book and so that's what we're talking about here okay yeah yeah, yeah. you're giving us all the possibilities (laughs) yes and being able to co-create with those possibilities with our environment with how we connect with our environment and uh and and we shift just on the 18th of this month imagine our collective karma or our collective work after 18 months of it being about what is truth you know what is true what is false what's intellect and mind and what's gut brain and intuitive and heart and really balancing our reasoning, you know, uh, left hemisphere with our holistic feeling right hemisphere. That's what the last 18 months have been about. And now on the 18th of this month and going for another 18 months into July of 2023, it's about the balancing of resources, our emotional, psychic, financial, mental. So these you share yourself. How do you share what you have? And how do you receive? And that includes all resources, not just financial. It includes time. It includes emotion. And I mean, how do you listen to other people? You know, or do you listen? You know, and so it's really about slowing down. Um, one of the analogies I use is that the last 18 months, We've been, the hair, we want to get back outside. We can get back doing everything. And and our minds have been racing about all the things we have not been able to do. And now these next 18 months are about, well, now that we, it's about slowing down and appreciating the journey. And and, and again, this is a large part of the the integrated work of the hour raw material of of pausing and taking breaths and, really smelling those roses, drinking enough water and doing a physical exercise and um, recognizing that every moment is whole as it is. And once we accept that, we can accept others. Yep. 
So is there any, uh, what other questions do you young women have? I, I'm just writing notes down <laughs> here madly. <laughs> I will tell you this is that it's definitely resonating with just even my internal, what, what I'm going through, you know, is what you said is every moment is home is that, yeah, not differentiating between, you know, what, what I would have called a bad moment, you know, and a yeah. good moment. And, you know, <laughs> and, and just, and finding whatever you want to call it, the Christ, the home, the magic, the, the blessing that is available mm-hmm. all the time. And so yes. you're, you're speaking my truth. That's all I know. <laughs> well, I had a feeling when Jackie called me, I said, yeah, it, it just, that's why I did my contemplation right before and just kind of centered and yeah, no worries on this end at all. Just because uh, I knew Jackie wouldn't bring no junk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, and I have you had yeah. an explosion of people reaching out to you? Because I feel like, you know what I mean? That people need support if they don't have, you know what I mean? Their own tools and internal, you know, just to be like, am I okay? You know, what the hell is this time about? You yeah, know? It, it, it has uh, been, uh, yeah, mine is, tends to be more methodical that because most of my business has been on referral what i have liked is that i'm seeing intergenerational like i'm now starting to see some of my clients who have teenage grandchildren you know and uh the daughters like i saw a daughter yesterday who i remember when her mother was pregnant with her and, and she turned 19 and she said oh no my mother's not paying for this here's my venmo <laughs> you know what i mean to see you know this that's awesome but what I also love is uh, they're asking different questions. A lot of the clients are asking about their vocation and not just going to work. They're wanting, and I, you know, vocation comes from the Latin word vocare, which means to call. So who's on the other end of that smartphone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's God. I mean, it's your higher self. It's soul. It's your whole your whatever however you want to label that uh that all there is energy and people are just waiting their lives and so that's been a collateral benefit of covid is that people are asking more introspective questions which in some ways makes my work way more easier way easier because it's an introspective work like you just said say you would only think to go to someone like me when you're at a crossroads no, it's like going to your acupuncturist, going to your chiropractor, you know, going using floss for your teeth. It's the same metaphors used. Is that astrology, tarot, and it just gives you a larger story, you know, larger context. And when you're in that larger context, you're less likely to take things personally. No matter how much you may initially, Aries, want to take things personally, you know, but there are other parts of your chart that speak to that pause. Because what do people say when you first get stressed? They say, take a breath. So, and I'm of the mind now and heart that anytime you're conscious of your breathing, you're meditating. You know, we don't need to do lotus position. Yeah, I like yoga and all of that. The heart opening poses and temple pose. I mean, I can name some poses, but um, but it's just being conscious of the inhalation and the exhalation. And um, like the other day, I just sat in the car. I had 10 minutes before my chiropractic appointment. And I just sat in the car and listened to one more song. 
even though my intuition told me that he didn't have anybody before me. So I could have gotten an extra five or 10 minutes. And I, and he, he said, how did you know? I said, I just kind of felt that nobody was before me because he's normally really, really active, but that day he wasn't. And, um, and so he appreciated my sharing that um, as well as the song I was listening to, because I've really been into this. <laughs> it's a, a, a tune by Antonio Joaquin. He's a Portuguese artist called, um, it's called The Waters of March. And it's been covered by about three dozen artists, Waters of March. And it's about what happens in Brazil when it rains in March. And it, um, I mean, from Art Garfunkel to Cassandra Wilson to Sergio Mendes and Al Jarreau and I mean, so the past month I've been listening to these two to three dozen covers of this one tune that the words are meditative. I mean, the and I love me some bossa nova too, so let me throw that out there. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's but it's the aspect of just recognizing God and spirit in the ordinary, you know, in just your your day to day. Um, and some people have to get it through their moon signs. <laughs> you know, my moon is in and the moon is where it is. That's cool. <laughs> you know, um, but it's also about appreciation. Yeah, appreciation. And, and, you know, once you have children, you age differently, you have, it's like a little piece of your heart running around on the planet, you know, <laughs> independently. I mean to say. <laughs> Yeah. And so there's this whole other um, thing. And so I love reading uh, the charts of children. And because I say they're coming into your carnival to remember that these souls chose to come into this family to learn these ancestral lessons. And that can give the parent kind of a, you can take a breather and know that they've got their own destiny, their own path. And you're just here to really facilitate, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's really it. As a parent, if you think you got more control than that, you've lost. <laughs> right. Doesn't mean you don't make rules, but you don't get, you don't get so attached to the rules that you forget that they have their own souls, their own spirit, their own direction that uh, you're here to facilitate. You're not here to control. You're here to just say, hey, it's cold outside. You will wear it. You're going to wear the red coat or the blue coat. You're going to take the red coat or the blue coat. But, right. <laughs> so, no, it's just, it's just a good life. And, and, um, and, I, and I'm not going to say that, the, that COVID hasn't affected my life. Yeah, my relationships have gone through some, some changes, you know, and some transformations that, uh, from an ego perspective, ouch. But from the soul perspective, oh, Jackie and Faith, uh, the centeredness and the self-acceptance has developed on in, through me on this path. It, it wouldn't be traded for anything in the world. It just, I, yes, I, you know, I that's. And that's something we've talked about on the show, you know, really throughout the pandemic is what are the gifts in all of this and, and not to not to lose touch with, you know, how devastating it has been for some people. Um, but 
but where are the gifts? And, you know, we've really chosen to focus on that as well. So I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you speak to that. (laughs) Because I had two family members, one just incredible artist, musician, and really healthy, treats his body like a temple, right? And he went in and contracted it. This was last in 2020. And he looked around and saw that everybody had kind of lost their will. And he's not an astrologer. He's not any of that. And, you know, Leo's key phrase is, I will. And so he's Leo. And he said, he said, I got up. I mean, I got set on the side of the bed. And he methodically brought himself back from it. Then I had another cousin who was ready to go. He didn't call anybody when in the hospital. He called his favorite granddaughter and everybody else didn't know where he was. And he, he, he passed. And so this was very early on where I started to see, and I had been saying things like this, will you go where you think you're going anyway? <laughs> you know, that, you know that, um, if you think you're going to hell, well, that's where you're probably going to go. But anyway, but if you think you're going to be reunited with ancestors and with your family, and then that's what you create. Because I do feel we have that kind of, we are our own judges, we're our own jury, we are our own executioners. Because most often people judge themselves more harshly than they do other people. Mm-hmm. And what I love about astrology and the stuff that the work that I do is I like to give space, give people the space to, it's a Buddhist term, I think it's called the Viprasana, where you witness your thoughts, your actions, your deeds. And you monitor that, you know, and that's what I, like I said, what I see our raw material, that's what I see with astrology. And again, if you're reading cards um, and, and the tarot card for this, uh, that we're working with, with this upcoming new moon, where we go into the year of the water tiger in Chinese astrology, hello tiger, you know, <laughs> um, and, and you as the pig, you are our best friend. So, you know, so we're doing well with this little triad here. And uh, it's important that we find ways to do that emotional, watery feeling connection. And tigers rule knowledge and self skills, skill sets. So it's about emotional intelligence, not necessarily the intellect. You know, the intellect is just their research to communicate. Uh, and to have fantasy. I think our intellect is here to, to imagine the world we would like to live in, but it's the, it's the soul, it's the raw material that uh, shows how we're rooted together that matters. Well, so, Quan, um, you know, we you talk- can see I can go on and on and on. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, no, I was going to say <laughs> what, <laughs> what you're bringing to my mind is you know, this is probably not what people wanted to hear <laughs> when we were going through this. But, you know, I was able to share it with Jackie and Skip is I, you know, I really felt that, you know, at, at a crisis like this, like we've never seen, right, or experienced in our life, I really believed 
that the New Thought community and, and beyond, I mean, anyone who is aware um, what you were just saying right now, you're like, oh, the intellect, you're talking about the intellect, you know, you can choose worry or we can choose maybe what we want to launch into. And I really felt in my heart that this was going to be showtime of like, we're going to live everything we said and not that we know how, but we were going to apply ourselves even more. And um, I, I'm not there anymore, but back then, I, you know, I had disappointment and some judgment, but you know, everyone has their own process and it is enough for me to know that, that that's my intention and, it, you know, way more enough to know that it's Jackie's and Skip's and yours, um, that there are, I don't want to even mm -hmm. say enough that, because power is power. And, you know, in yeah. Abraham Hicks, they say, you know, one that is aligned is more than a million, a billion people. And so I... I lean into that, you know, and All I, right, I, I like that. my point was, but, uh, oh, what I was trying to say is sometimes why I'm afraid, if I were afraid to see, you know, an astrologer or someone who predicts is because I'm afraid to hear the bad negative stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. However, when you tell me the good stuff, you know, whatever things that I want to grow into, it, it's kind of like, Jackie, you're holding that touchstone. Like I keep it with me as a touchstone of what's possible. And I really feel like you're helping shape trajectory the trajectory maybe of where I'm going. So I'm like, that could be your, I'm, I'm putting this on you, but this could be like your covert mission, right? And I'm pretty sure, not that you don't deliver news about expansion that might be, you know, not easy, but, you know, when you can plant a seed of one, the goodness that is there and the value that's there, and then two, the possibility, that's sometimes all we need, whether it's individuals. And I'll see about churches. I'm like, I wonder if churches go get readings, you know, when, <laughs> because all we need is a new thought, a new storyline, right from what we've been looking at. So that was a lot. But that's a great question. Do you have like, like, could you have groups like churches or businesses or um, that come to you for like a group I, I, reading? I do have. I just Sunday I went and read with uh, four or five women that run a, a business flower, their florist, and COVID. Their business has exploded because you know you have funerals, you have people sending flowers because they can't be there in person, and so they see people at the end and the beginning of life. And I've spent three hours with these women. Then I work once a month with a psychiatric nurse practitioner where I see her patients. And I saw one yesterday that actually talked about her children, 10, 7, and 5. We talked about how she was preparing them for her transition. So it, it's, it's the spectrum. You know, where, um, and yet there are more businesses. There are, like I do some Chinese astrology with some businesses and stuff, but it's mostly interpersonal, family, uh, intergenerational. Um, and like I said, as I age, uh, I start to see, you know, like the, the children and grandchildren. My mother's been talking about you for 10 years. I didn't want to come and then they end up coming. And so, um, but you're right, Faith, in the sense that you don't want to hear the bad, but it's more of, if you know for two and a half years that the planet that tests everything, sort of that Saturn, sort of like the health inspector coming in and saying, or that English teacher that used to give you the B plus when she knew that you could write the essay on the cuff, and she said, ah, oh, you could do better than this. So if you know for two and a half years, you're going to have that thou is not measuring up then you'll slow down 
and you'll give more concentrated focus to turn that uh, coal into the diamond. So, so I don't, and, and understand something, you've got Aries Scorpio, I'm Aries Scorpio. I mean, I have, I'm born, I'm, uh, I'm a Scorpio, but I look like an Aries. So I look way more open and upfront than my Scorpio will allow sometimes. But it's, it's a directness. And, and I tell people, and I don't know if you can steal this or not, but when people ask me a question, I say, well, how much honesty do you want? And they go like, huh? And I said, well, do you want the kindergarten version or do you want the PhD version? Because what you just asked, I've been thinking about for the past month or two years or whatever. Because I spend every morning in contemplation. You know, that I'm doing the I Ching or writing in my notebook. I'm constantly what I call, or what is called cosmic entertainment. <laughs> you know, I'm inside, like JCPenney, it's all inside. And I'm just processing. And so some people want the longer version. And some people want the, most, the simpler one. I'm good with either. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Um, but I'm not predictive. And that's part of, I think, the way that my practice has been manageable to me is that, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, I just had a person in here, younger person, who's going to help me do more Because that's what she said I needed. And... Uh, so I have some fun with that, getting into your wholeness and um, understanding that you are the regulator. You're the one that maintains the equilibrium in your life so you can create more harmony around you. That's nobody's job but your own. And the more that um, we do that, uh, the better it is for everyone. Because I'm... Uh, I say this last thing that COVID gave was that my son lives in Harlem and I'm a big Jungian. I love Jungian psychology with the archetypes and all of that. And one of the quotes he said was nothing is more harmful to a child or his environment or their environment than the unfulfilled or unlived lives of their parents. And I called him and I said, hey, Jay, look, your mother and I may have had some... <laughs> disagreements about punishment and custody and all, but we both are doing the things we love to do. That your mother is successful at the pinnacle of her career. And well, it might not look successful to other people, but I DJF. And so, um, so you can't be, you can't say that what you're doing, you can't be good at. That was a Tuesday. The next day he said to his girlfriend, I want to make this amount of money when my contract is renegotiated next year, which would have been 2022, his boss called three days later and offered him that amount of money before his contract was up. So I feel metaphorically that COVID and this experience is like, are you going to look inside? Are you going to see the inner space? Not the manifest destiny of the 19th century, but the manifest destiny of our, the internal parts of ourselves. And um, there it is. So we could predict 2022, and I, I can tell you different things, but it's ultimately about intention, 
alignment with intention. Um, and that's, again, back to the hour raw material that I love to talk about. And I'll shoot you the link. So I would love your feedback, too. I love it. So when you talked about the next 18 months, mm-hmm. and that begins with the new moon. And is that January 18th? Is that that's it? That's it. it just happens to coincide with it. What I'm specifically talking about is the nodal axis of the moon, okay. where every 18 months it shifts from one one sign to another. And the nodal axis for the last 18 months has been in Gemini and Sagittarius, which has been about reasoning what is truth, what is intellect, and what is intuition. Because, you know, sometimes you Sagittarius, you just know what you know. You saw it in your pineal third eye, and nobody's going to tell you any darn different. Right. And a lot of times when your emotions are not engaged, y'all are spot on. But then the Gemini side is the part that keeps us questioning, keeps us worrying, keeps us in in this lawyer-like, investigator-like, reporter-like. You know, the difference between a cynic and a realist is that a cynic will not even consider doubt. But a realist and an idealist will at least be skeptical about their beliefs. So going into the Taurus Scorpio energy, it's about resources, how we share our resources. Because Taurus is I have and Scorpio is is I desire. So it's about balancing what we already have inventory about, what we can offer freely. Sort of like you get a car, you get a car, everybody gets a car. What we can give. And then the Scorpio side is how we manage to share all of that. And so our next 18 months are about, uh, are you showing up with mastery and integrity? Uh, I love it. Thank you so much. That's We are done. That hour flew by. Beliefisnotrequired.com. Quan Cherry. Thank you for tuning in to Voices. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.